Hello everyone, welcome to Smart Zara. This episode I'm going to be talking about growing up, but growing up Muslim. I think I'm going to do multiple parts to this series, like growing up, but like growing up Muslim, growing up, you know, Kashmiri, or growing up brown, and like just growing up in general. I don't know, it'll be, I don't know, do we want to hear that? Do we want to make a series? I don't know, let me know. Anyways, this episode is an episode I wanted to do for like months and months, but I never got around doing it, um, and now I am, so let's get right into it. To put this into perspective, I was born in 2005, which is right after the 2001 um, terrorist attack, um, and so that was like a time where Islamophobia kind of like shot up and like islamophobia like i feel like became a thing from what i've heard and like the perception of muslims and islam itself has been very twisted in the media and like in in america and in general and um that's still occurring in the world like literally look at france france why did i say like that anyways um these are just a few things i've noticed about like growing up muslim and some of my struggles and like if you're Muslim and you're listening to this and you grew up, you know, like, as, like, the first generation of, like, of, of an immigrated family, then I feel like you could relate to this. Um, but anyways, let's get right into it. So, my earliest memory of, you know, being Muslim but feeling kind of like an outcast was in kindergarten. I had, there was one other girl in my class who was Muslim. She was my best friend. She still is my best friend. Literally love her to death. But um, I remember one time this girl was having a conversation with us and um, we were talking about like allergies and I brought up how I'm allergic to pig or like bacon and like allergic to gelatin and stuff. And basically just saying I'm allergic to these things instead of saying that they're forbidden in my religion. So to make this easier, like so people can like if you're not Muslim to understand what I mean the words halal and haram halal means it's like acceptable in the religion like yeah and then haram is like it's forbidden in the religion so eating pig and like drinking and like smoking and stuff that's that's haram and so like i couldn't i couldn't explain that concept to someone when i was that young um so i just kept saying i'm allergic to this and that and then i've never tried it because i'm allergic and stuff and using that kind of as a cover because i just felt like people didn't know what islam was and didn't know how to explain what haram meant but as i grew up um i feel like halal and haram has like kind of like made its way into pop culture like with pop smoke he like (laughs) made a reference about like um you know i don't eat pig no bacon assalamu alaikum kind of referencing how like pig is haram so like that's made life easier like now i'm a lot more like i'm able to say like oh like that's haram like i can't do it instead of hiding it and saying like something else but that was like one of my earliest memories of like not being proud of who i am i guess and not you know coming to terms with it and then um from there on it kind of like transitions into this topic of like modesty and like fashion while also fitting in another memory i have early on so basically before i get into this memory um you know i feel like there's ranges of modesty um especially if you like grew up here but you grew up muslim um some girls like it's kind of like 
installed in them like not installed not like an app but like but like for some girls like their parents are very big on modesty and like from day one from their jump they're like used to like full sleeves full pants full sleeves full pants but um for me as a kid I got I wouldn't say like lucky but I kind of had freedom within that because I was a kid so like my mom wasn't really big on like imposing that um even though she was for herself but not for me also keep in mind like um there's not a lot of women in my family who are hijabis and like I'll get into that I'll get into that let's hold let's hold on that let's talk about one thing at a time (laughs) but um basically I remember one time back in the early 2000s like the the shirt but one shoulder was off kind of that was something that was super super trendy and at one point I really wanted a shirt like that and I just didn't want to ask my mom because I just I feel like she wouldn't approve of it and because like I knew I was Muslim like I knew I had my limits when it came to dressing like you have to be modest and like my like best friends like my close friends and like family friends like they were all Muslim and they they dressed very modestly so like I, I never felt like I could you know wear that openly without being judged I guess but um my mom ended up buying me that shirt I had, I didn't even tell her that I wanted it and she she was like do you like it and I was like oh my god I love it I remember being so over the moon about it like I but that was because that was like a moment of me fitting in and I look back at it and it was kind of like a bittersweet moment because like I was kind of giving up a piece of my faith in order to fit in to people and um I was so over I I was overjoyed by that like that was the highlight I will never forget that moment like looking in the mirror and being like oh my god and like putting my one like showing my one shoulder and feeling like feeling like a little baddie I have nothing against showing skin if that's what makes you feel like a bad bitch go for it 100% like no matter like if that's what makes you happy but for me like personally it's like a struggle because I I don't show that much skin. I think this summer I started showing a little more skin because I kind of have a lot more control about what I can buy, like when it comes to clothing. And I've learned to like maneuver my parents a little, but um, I still feel guilty sometimes. But that's like my own thing. If you grew, that's like one of the struggles of being like most like growing up Muslim. Like I feel like there's certain things I do that. I compromise my faith and I'm not proud of it but it's still like something I want to do because like it's just so common in society so like I want to fit in in a way which leads me to my next point which is the halal haram ratio um there's like posts on Instagram that are like like that are on like like Muslim accounts that are like finding someone with the same halal haram ratio to you like as elite and that is so true because it's weird I feel like with kids who grew up like as like their first generation like in an immigrant family like in a western society I feel like there's so many things that are like acceptable like drinking and smoking and stuff like if I grew up in Kashmir like that wouldn't be like as big as a thing as it was here so like growing up like having to maintain like the same halal to haram ratio as like your other muslim friends it's, like kind of hard because like some people are a lot more dedicated than i am and it feels like i have to hide like the haram part of myself in order for them to like like me and hang out with me but then there's like other 
friends I know who are a lot more haram than they are halal and I feel like I don't fit in with them because I do value my faith not saying that they don't value their faith they probably do they just like do it in their own way um but it's just hard because like I don't know like part of me wants to be like this American teenager you know like try like have the experience of trying different things and doing different things but then there's this whole other part of me that like strongly believes in my faith and wanting to follow those rules and being very connected to my faith and it's just weird trying to find a balance while also trying to like grow up (laughs) it's a lot and like trying to keep a simple balance between halal and haram and finding people who match that balance is very very difficult um because you just feel like you'll always be judged and then we have like little things like um the hijabi thing that i was talking about i there was a point i think last year in quarantine where i did want to become a hijabi like i was very seriously considering it but then one of my friends who i told to she was like i don't think it makes sense to be a hijabi right now because like where are you going you know the whole sense of being a hijabi is when you're in the presence of men who are not part of your family um like your brothers or your dad like you can't show your hair so we were in quarantine so like i wasn't going out regardless so how would i even practice being a hijabi you know what i mean but i i have so much respect for hijabis i think it's so beautiful um and maybe it's a journey i will end up going on who knows but that's that's for a whole other day but that that's my experience with like considering being a hijabi but um praying and sunday school oh for non-muslims hijabi basically means someone who wears the hijab full-time in front of you know like when they're not when they're in the presence of people like of guys who are not part of their family and um another thing with being a hijabi is like it's a like you're a lot more connected to your faith i feel like like you have to dress modestly like a lot more like you have to be fully covered and like um like often like you pray five times a day there are probably hijabis who don't and that's like okay like you don't have to be the perfect muslim if you are a hijabi but that's kind of like the overall like it's it's a commitment basically like it's a commitment but it's like a very beautiful commitment to your faith that's the whole thing i i don't mean to offend anyone please (laughs) like if you're a hijabi and you're listening to this and you have a completely different experience with it feel free to let me know but that's just like the overall perception of hijabis i'm not saying that they're all perfect anyways moving on um little things like praying in sunday school and um feeling disconnected and guilt are like next but like um sunday school was something that i did from like like preschool to like maybe like third grade fourth grade maybe um and i feel like that could have really gotten me into my faith but like it was more of a social event than it was religious and i feel like um sunday school has taught has really gotten people my age into the faith but like not like it was i don't know i feel like when i was going it wasn't serious at all it was kind of like a joke which isn't very good like it wasn't a really organized area so i feel like maybe if i got into sunday school more i'd be i'd be a different person but we don't know now and praying um praying is a big one because i've kind of like i've always had to be told to pray instead of it being my own thing but over the past like six months 
um if you know me like i used to like literally wake up to do fajr which is like the early morning prayer which is like before the sun rises um like for the for like every day for like three months and i can honestly say just even doing one prayer because there's five mandated prayers in the religion um even just doing one of the five prayers was like it changed my life so drastically and it it really helps you reconnect back to the faith and like you know just leaving everything to god and but like when i don't do it like when you like when i like miss a pr- like i don't know i feel like when i get the alert to pray but i still don't do it because like it is your obligation as a muslim to pray five times a day like when i don't when i know i'm not doing that i do feel guilty but um you know it's like a common struggle for like a lot of kids my age who grew up muslim but um but it's still something you learn to work on again the whole halal haram ratio that i was talking about um and then you have like aunties this goes a lot with i think i could say about the brown community and like maybe in other communities but i see this heavily in the brown community and like i could literally talk about this for days i literally plan on doing a whole other episode on this but it's usually the people in the brown community who are excessively religious um who be pulling the most shit what i mean is like i don't know how to explain it but like these aunties right they'll pray five times a day offer which is like not excessive that's like you know you're supposed to do that but they offer duwa they fast you know beyond ramadan like read quran every day like super super in a way but then go and like talk shit about others backstab others not respect others and all that and i that's like the most like that's the dumbest thing to me because you're completely compromising the values of islam which is basically based off of you're kind to others you're respecting others you don't do any of that but they but they do all of that so it's this whole thing of like they try to like set up this example of how you should be as a muslim and like um you know they'll be like oh so-and-so is not covering up like so-and-so is like nungi which means naked and like this and that like they don't even pray or whatever they don't you know they don't even know how to say salam correctly but they're the same ones who go and like talk shit about everyone that they interact with that's that really pisses me off and that goes for not just aunties but like a lot of fellow muslims that i know that i've known personally like my age it's always you know those like mo not muhammad memes literally them like a lot of like brown muslim guys will be like yeah i go to the mosque every friday and like offer juma and listen to the listen to like the sermons and all of that and you know fast every day of ramadan but then go and like drink the minute ramadan's over and like go and do terrible things you know like they'll smoke they'll drink they'll do hardcore drugs but then be like and then like not treat women with respect like it's always the ones who preach the most islam who do the most shit from my experience at least or or from like experiences i've heard from other people like kids who grew up here but like um like who grew up here and like act like they're all super super in touch with their faith and be preaching every other day will be the same ones who will do you the most dirty and pull the worst shit on you i swear to god um 
and I, I, th- I feel like that that's something that's been so hard because it feels like when you finally find people who are your age who really respect the faith and are so into it it's like really refreshing and like I, I've always been attracted to that but then they go and like on on like their behavior like reflect something completely different that's a whole other side of like growing up Muslim and I could do another a whole episode on that but yeah that's my experience of growing up Muslim kind of went all over the place but hopefully if you are if you, if you could relate to this that's fantastic if you learned something it was so fantastic if this was a waste of time for you I'm so sorry but thank you for making the making it this far thank you so much for listening you are loved you are needed and you are more than enough Bye.